Good morning. We're continuing Chayyadim Mehil Shabbos. We're learning Klal Gimel, and we're learning this end of Simon Vav. And now at the end of Simon Vav, the, the Chayyadim says the following point. He says, "The base of Yisrael, a karloser, even in a scenario where the item is tolush, and it's not nicker that it's Shal Yisrael, it's not obvious that it belongs to a Jew. Uh, the heter is severely if it's in the house of the non-Jew, or the non-Jew's private place." But over here, it's it's being done in the home of a of of a Jew. It's going to be problematic. Kolos or everything is also. Well, Mahani Shum Heter. There's no uh, Heter in this situation. Now, again, over here is a concern of Marasai. The concern the concern is it's not person. Is, it's being done by Kablonus. It's done with the Ksitsa. Uh, but the concern is Marasai because now we're concerned about Marasai. Why is that? People see the non-Jew working in the Jewish home on Shabbos. Uh, that now the, it's clear that there's a concern of a Marasayan, not of Skir Yom, but even if, if the person is Bekablonus, if the Jew tells the non-Jew to work on Shabbos, even Bekablonus is Osir. So since it's under the roof of the Jew, it, there's people will assume that probably the Jew told him to do it, and therefore it's going to be problematic. Uh, the Meshavur brings this halacha down, and he adds one one kenet. So you have th- that in a scenario where the non-Jewish uh, maid is living in the Jewish home, and she's doing uh, certain actions for her own benefit. Um, so even that is going to be problematic, because maybe it looks like she's doing it for her employer, but if it's something which is obvious that she's doing for herself and not for the employer, uh, that doesn't have this problem because uh, pe- nobody's going to assume that the employer told her to do it. They're going to assume she's doing it for herself. So if she's sewing clothing uh, for herself, if the clothing, clothing is not obvious that it's hers, that's going to be a problem, even though she's doing it for herself. She's not even doing it for the Israel. It's not a case of kablonus, but she's working for the Jew, kablonus. she's not working for the Jew at all. But if it's not obvious that it's hers, the Marasayan still exists. But if it's the type of clothing which is obvious that the clothing is a clothing which belongs to the non-Jewish woman and not to the employer, uh, so in that situation, there's not going to be any type of Marasayan. Uh, later on in Simcha Vav, he deals with a situation where uh, the non-Jew is working in the mill and the Jewish presence. So it's not exactly the same as at this point, but the fact that the Jew is present, present there, uh, people will assume that the Jew is, has told the non-Jew to do the work. So we create the same type of situation, even if it's done being done under the umbrella of a the halacha of kablonus and katsitsa, but if the Jew tells the non-Jew to work specifically on Shabbos, it's going to be usher. If it's being done in the presence of the Jew, so people will assume that the Jew was there. He probably asked him to do the work, and therefore it's going to be a problem of Marasayan that he told him to do it on Shabbos. Um, okay. Now, the uh, the Chayadim adds a situation over here, in this situation where it's being done with for the Jew. In the, in the, in the parentheses, or the, the brackets, um, uh, 
we said even in a scenario where the, the non-Jew is doing the Kablanis, if it's in the presence of the Jew, the Jew should tell him not to do it. And um, so, even if the non-Jew will not listen to him, the Jew should say something. And we discussed before, there are certain scenarios where the Jew, since he made the arrangement prop- appropriately, uh, so then he does not need to, to take any step other than making the mechot and asking the non-Jew to stop. If the non-Jew doesn't listen to him, he can he doesn't have any more responsibility. In certain scenarios, he's supposed to offer the non-Jew money uh, to, to, to stop. But here we have the non-Jew doing the work in, in the Jewish pre- on the Jewish premise. The Jew should be by allowing it to proceed, it's problematic. He should have asked him to stop. So therefore, in that situation, the non-Jew should not do, uh, we cannot allow any work being done in the Jewish home. Um, what about a scenario where the non-Jew is working on the Jewish premise, he's doing something which, there's different ways of doing it, uh, arguably a permitted way and a non-permitted way, and the non-Jew chooses the non-permitted way, but, but could be he's doing that because of the own volition, not for the, because of the command of the Jew. What's the law of the situation? So we'd like to clarify that point, Mr. Hashem, in the next year. Meanwhile, have a good day.